Hello, and how are you? Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. So my coach always says this one particular line, and it's the quality of your life and health, I'm adding that in, is determined or comes from the quality of the questions you ask yourself. And it's one of those things that I hear and I hear, but every so often I realize that I don't hear it well enough. And so today I want to talk about like the quality of the questions that we ask ourselves and why that really does make a difference. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. There is a saying that all growth is preceded by a mindset shift. And to me, what that means is that before we can make any change that we want to make, we have to actually change the way that we're thinking. And it doesn't have to be huge. It really doesn't have to be huge at all. It can be the smallest thing in the world. But we just have to change something about the way that we're thinking so that we can then bring in those things that we want to bring into in life. So today, thinking about all growth is preceded by a mindset shift and the fact that if we do what we've always done, we're going to always get the same results. We all know that one, right? We've heard it a million times, and yet <laughs> it's what happens so much, right? It just happens partially because of habit, okay? Probably a large partially because of habit, but also because of the fact that we're busy, okay? We're busy, we're trying to get a lot of things done, trying to get things happening, so on and so forth. And sometimes it's just easy to rely on autopilot. And what I'd like to talk to you today about is looking for ways to circumvent autopilot. So autopilot, I'm sure everybody knows what it is, but just in case, like when you're sailing a boat, and I, I know I've, I don't know why, I don't know why I'm using so many sailing references in my podcast these days, because I haven't been sailing much at all in the last few years. But when you're sailing a boat, you have something called an autopilot. And it could be anything as simple as like a set screw on the side of your um, pedestal that just holds the wheel exactly where you want it to be. Or it could be um, electronics that are, you know, tied to the interior electronics on the boat and, you know, everything's very, very sophisticated. But whatever it is, all it means is that you say you're going to go this direction, that's the direction the boat's going to go. Done. It's not going to change. That's autopilot, right? And we do that in our lives. We, we start to think that we want to do something different, like we're going to go over here and make some big changes, <clears throat> except that we're busy. Uh, we have family that we have to take care of. We've got a job that we've got to take care of. We've got all this stuff going on. And so we just slip right back into that groove that's so simple to, to be in because that's where we've always been. So today I'd like to give you a couple of questions to ask yourself. And if you're driving, well, why don't you do this? Come back to this because these are worth writing down and you'll also be able to find them in the show notes. But think about this. Um, 
Well, first, before I give you the question, before I give you that question, I want you to think about one thing. So one of the questions people ask, and this isn't a super helpful question, is why do I always keep doing X, right? Whatever X is. Um, why do I always keep eating candy at night? Or why do I always keep, um, what's another one I hear a lot, uh, forgetting to exercise? Why do I always keep, like, the things that we don't want to do? Why do I always keep eating the stuff I don't want to eat? Um, doing the exercise, or not doing the exercises I want to do. Like, why do I always do those things? That's a question that puts our mind into a loop, okay? And it's not a good loop, okay? Because all that happens is we just kind of like keep chewing on that question again and again, and we don't get anywhere. So what you can do is if you change that question a little bit and you said something about what would my life be like if I quit doing X, okay? What would my life be like if I quit, quit eating the candy at night? I don't know. What would my life be, be like if I learned to sleep better? Um, what would my health be like if I became consistent with small steps? Like asking a question that is more open it's not a closed loop, it's open. And it allows your mind to go, oh, well, hmm, let me come up with some solutions instead of stuck in the same old loop. Um, another one might be, you could ask yourself, what would my fitness be like in 12 weeks if I tried doing X? Or how would I become more, mm, this is one I hear a lot, I'm just not motivated. I'm just not motivated. I hear this a lot. So the question could be, what can I do on a daily basis that will make me more motivated? All right. If you think about a question like that, that has lots of answers, right? It's not the question of, oh my gosh, why am I not motivated? Because if you're, if you ask yourself that question, why am I not motivated? You're just going to be stuck back in an endless loop. It's, it's not a loop that you want to be in because it doesn't have solutions. It just has the same old, same old, right? But if you ask yourself a question like, what would it be like if I did this? Now, all of a sudden, you've got, you've opened up your mind to new ideas. This all came about because I was reading a book called, um, Will This Make the Boat Go Faster? So it's a book, you know me, I love, I love my Olympian stories. I love the people who are out there getting gold medals and, you know, winning at the Olympics because they have so much to offer. And this book is from a rowing, a rowing team who won and they had not been, they had not been winning at all. They'd been like really sucking for a number of years. And they decided to go at their training with one word or one question. And that question was, Will this make the boat go faster? So there, for instances, were um, if they were wanting to go out to the pub the night before to practice, they would just say, will this make the boat go faster? No, it's not going to make the boat go faster. So they don't do it. Or um, maybe they need to start a new training program. Will this make the boat grow faster? Probably. Um, get a better, a new coach. I, and I don't think they really did that, but whatever it is, right? Will this make the boat go faster? So it occurred to me that that is kind of the ultimate question that we can be asking ourselves about our health and our life, right? It'd be like anything that you have a question about or anything that you're pondering or anything that you're considering that, you know, 
you're having decision fatigue over, the question becomes, will this make my body or health better? All right? Simple one. And it's, it's not like, I don't, I don't think that we should like, like, okay, so they didn't go to the pub when they were practicing the, the next morning. Fine. I'm not saying that every night, the rest of your life, you'll go, oh, well, if going out with my friends is going to make my health, um, my body less, less healthy the next day. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that these are the questions we need to be asking ourselves when we come to those forks in the road that maybe it's the um, second glass of wine for the evening, or maybe it's the sitting down with um, dessert and the remote, or maybe it's skipping working out altogether because you're too busy that day. I mean, there's so many things, right? Like our whole life is, it is designed really, if you think about it, about decision points. And usually coming back to what we were talking about at the very beginning, we don't use those decision points. We just stay in a rut and do what we've always done because it's just easier. So there are so many times during the day that you have a decision point. Like, should I continue to sit in this chair or should I get up and walk around for 15 minutes because I know it's so much healthier for me? Like there's just all these little decision points that we run into in our lives. And all I would suggest is that when you're at that decision point, why don't you stop just for a second? You don't have to always be perfect, but just stop for a second and just ask yourself, will this make my body or will this make my health better? And what do you get out of it? Right? Like what comes up for you? I would say that if you did this 80% of the time and 80% of that time, you took maybe the maybe the step or the action that actually would really make a difference think of that how much that would change everything think of how um just those little bitty consistent nuances right like one nuance leads to the next every time it goes back to the cascading effect of good or the cascading effect of bad every single time in everything we do it's just, it's, it's a law. <laughs> I don't know what the law is, but it's a law. It just, it's to me, it's the law, the law of cascading effect of good or the law of cascading effect of bad. So if you could just stop and maybe for a couple of weeks, just for a couple of weeks, ask yourself that question. Whenever you're at that point where you're at the decision fatigue or the decision-making point, because we've talked about this before, usually our brains already made the decision, right? Like, yes, I want to sit down with a dessert and the remote control. Hell yes, I want to. That's what I plan on doing. But if you ask yourself, if you ask yourself, will this make things better? Then you give your, you give your brain and your, yourself time to stop, reassess, and make different choices. And even if you do, mm, what is that? 60% of the time you make those different choices or 50% of the time. Think of what that will do in three months, six months, a year, right? Like it's, it is like the law of incremental. I'm full of laws today, aren't I? <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but let's just call it the law of incremental effect, right? Little teeny steps make everything change every single time. So all right, that's all I have today. Just remember that question. Will this make my body or my health better? 
Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you again next week and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Grab that question, write it down, and then put it somewhere where you remember to look at it. See you later. Bye-bye now. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.